I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. <laughs> Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep, it's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. You guys probably won't be able to tell, but I just sneezed like four times. And uh, that may affect how I sound on the thing today. I hope I hope not. Hold on. Oh, jeez. I feel like half my brain flew out. <clears throat> All right. Sit back and relax. It's fine. We're starting now. This is the uh, diary of a cartoonist. It's been a bit, man. Uh, I got busy. This, um, this new uh, card game project has taken all my time. To the point that if I have any extra time, even when I should be like not working or relaxing, I'm thinking about it or working on it or writing up rules or getting the Kickstarter ready or messing with the art or something. And as a result, um, if anything suffered, it's mostly this show, to be honest. But um, finally wanted to pipe in. I'm, I'm, uh, I have a little bit of, of uh, oh, what's the word? I'm feeling a little bit of not grieving that's not the right word for what i'm feeling but i think i am finally coming to a crossroads with social media and my preferred ways of connecting with community and the direction that twitter has been going for a bit here and i'm not even talking like uh, let's not get hyperbolic like Twitter for most for the most part has continued to just sort of function and be there, right? It's still what it is, but it's been a subtle shift away from the service wanting me to build community and create engagement with with people that I like, know, follow or people that follow me. What they would really like me to do and all of you to do is spend time on their for you page where you are introduced to a whole bunch of stuff that just sets me off. It isn't like I go there. This is the one advantage like TikTok has uh, or even YouTube Shorts has over this. They're equivalent to the For You page or in TikTok's case, it's literally called For You. Um, Those things are so well or so algorithmically well run that I don't ever go there and find something I don't want for the most part. And if I do, I just flip past it. But 
it's a it's an experience that knows what I want. It knows I want funny dog and cat videos. It knows I want weird animation. It knows I want funny stuff, fail videos, things I like. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's just like something will pop up and go, oh, yeah, this is like retro game content. I love that. Cool. Here it is. That's that's something I like. I'm going to follow these three people. That algorithm just knows me. All right. And without getting into the weeds about if it knows me too well, I don't want to get into that hyperbole either. For, for now. Uh, <laughs> but the the experience on Twitter, what it used to be for me, for the most part, was communicating directly with listeners and followers. Somebody who saw a comic strip and had a comment and, and wanted to ask a question, and me answering that question, or me posting about a movie. It turns out it's somebody's favorite. And he pipes in his opinion. Now we're, now we're good friends, and I follow him back because I like his thoughts on film as well. And so we go back and forth. Uh, you know, gaming discussion, this sort of thing. Now that hasn't gone away, but the way that they want me to engage with the service has changed. It wants me to go in there and look at that for you page. And it's trying to make a bunch of decisions for me that are just bad. They're not good decisions. It's stuff they're trying to, they're trying to get a reaction out of me. I can feel it while I'm there. And you could say, well, even though they default to that view now, you can always switch back to the following only. Sure, you can. But I don't know. I feel like if a service is going to be worth paying any attention to, it ought to be good on whatever front it is meant to be used in. And if they think that the For You page is now the main pipeline to which you are connected to Twitter, I have very bad news for them or anyone else who likes that change. It's kind of just a trash fire. It's bad. And I will, I'll mute or I rarely block, but I'll mute people all the time that I don't want anything to do with. All right. So let's say in politics, there's one or two or three people I just never want to hear from. I don't want to know what they say. And yet, because somebody I follow happens to not have them blocked and either replied to them or they follow them, which shouldn't have any effect on me. I get a thing in the for you page that says, because so-and-so follows. And then boom, there's a tweet from the person I've I've blocked or muted. And they're no longer blocked or muted. That's That seems like a core functionality that is literally broken. If I say mute a person, it's one thing if somebody does a screen capture, right? And says, oh, here's a screen grab of this thing this person said. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying the actual coded tweet is there for me to see with the author and the actual tweet that I can go reply to, uh, retweet, uh, like, whatever, interact with, regardless of whether they're blocked or not, regardless of whether they're muted or not. In the old days, like a month ago, um, that didn't happen ever. I wasn't ever exposed to stuff I didn't want to see if I had explicitly, you know, kept them from being in front of me. That's the point of muting and blocking. Muting means you can't see them or hear them. Blocking means even more so. Yet, boom, there they are. I have a certain prominent person on the service that I have blocked that refuses to not pop up every few tweets. I'm not going to get into who it is because, again, this isn't about, I'm not, I don't want to get hyperbolic and I don't want to lay it at anyone's particular feet. I'm just saying it's obvious to me that the service is waning a different, it's going a different way. And it's a way they, I, clearly they think this is the, the the future for the site that this is how they get to profitability. I have serious questions about it. 
like yesterday or day before, uh, Musk announced they were going to start paying people to tweet if they get a lot of interaction in threads where ads are present, then they'll get a portion of the ad revenue. And these people can only do this if they're members of Twitter Blue, the $8 a month Twitter Blue thing. So what that tells me is that now there's an incentive for bad actors who are in it for whatever pocket change this company intends on giving people their intent will be to just go and be as loud as possible in every thread as possible and to kick up as much dirt as possible. It's like the antithesis of good faith. Even if it's just dumb, like if it's a thread about, I don't know, um, oh, the PlayStation 5 sales figures are out for quarter four, the, the, you will have people in that thread who are just talking nonsense to try to get people's attention and get interactions with them. It's just a it's just a big troll bait farm. It's bad. It's a bad plan. I'm sorry. It just is. And there's no incentive for me to want to be in that. I don't want to be a part of that at all. And uh, so now I'm forced with this thing where like, see, here's the problem though. See, some of my best relationships, opportunities, even some friendships that I consider online friendships, they came via Twitter. Twitter has been a Great place for that for me. A solid resource for good interaction over the over the years. Over the last few months, eh, not as much. And before you start going, well, Scott, maybe it's just you. Maybe it's just your perception has changed. I've thought about that. It's possible that some of this feeling is that. But functionally, it is different. I it it it's it's being used differently by me, not because I intended to, intended to, it's because it disrupted the way I do things. And as of what, today, they're cutting off API access to anybody who had APIs. So this, I use a mod on TweetDeck that makes TweetDeck have a few more features that it doesn't have natively. Like it doesn't, it doesn't have built-in GIF search, uh, but this mod lets it do that. As of today, that stopped working. Uh, they put out a statement saying, yeah, we knew this day was coming. All the third-party apps are dead. Uh, they now charge a hundred bucks per person or per person that wants to access the API. I don't know if that's even in place yet. So everything's just switching away from, you know, kumbaya to pay to play. And again, I don't have a problem with business needing to do whatever business needs to do. The bigger question is, is this the place I'm going to have those relationships and that interaction with fans that I used to have? I don't know, man. And it's bumming me out because nothing has stepped up to take its place. Like nothing. The closest I've got to this is Discord, but Discord doesn't have a, really a public-facing feature like this. And the public-facing feature is the one I want. Um, I know you could say, well, Mastodon does this. Well, not really. You know, Mastodon's a pain to get into, to start, to be a part of. Once you're in, it's fine. But how many how many times you can hear somebody go, you can find me on Mastodon at... Scott Johnson 4852PZR at something something server.spf.org. Like, come on now. Come on. Come on now. <laughs> that ain't happening. And Facebook sucks, already sucked at this sort of stuff. And we have some community stuff on Facebook already. So, you know, we're it's fine. But this just isn't the same. I don't know, man. I'm bummed about it. 
I don't know where else to turn for it because nothing else has real, really done much to make me go, oh, look at this. Time to head over to this. And I'll survive, but obviously it's just not, it's not the end of the world if, if things get weird there. It's just, I don't know, it's just sad. Like the grieving part, that's what I'm going through a little bit. My interactions have gotten crappy. People come and hijack stuff because you're just randomly being featured occasionally on the front page. And if you, you know, say something even mildly um, antithetical to somebody else's thoughts, they're going to they're going to hijack your thread and make a mess of it. And now they're incentivized to do that for money. And that's already happened like six times today on innocuous threads. Like it's gross and I hate it. So anyway, I don't know what the answer is. Well, I do know what the answer is. Somebody smart, somebody cool, somebody something needs to come out of the woodwork and go, Hey, we got a plan. We got an idea. We're going to sneak in here and, and do the deal and make a proper thing. I know, uh, Jack Dorsey is working on some new thing. What's it called? Blue sky or something? Sky blue, whatever it is. I don't know. Should that, should I be excited about that former founder and creator of Twitter? He's got a new thing or, you know, like, I don't know. And also, you know what my other problem is? Everybody wants to make it so that these services, they, they want to call them public squares. And they only want to do that because it's it's the fault of the creators of the services for not putting their foot down earlier. Here's what you do. You make a thing on the internet. People come use it. You establish your house rules. The house rules are whatever they are. And people abide by those. And that's it. That's it. If your house rules are come in here and call everybody N-words, fine. There's your rules. And I know to avoid you. I don't want to go there. But at least you have your rules and you're sticking by them. If your rules are don't come and shit all over my couch, then those are your rules. And Twitter just was wishy-washy about that. Now everybody's got it in their head that Twitter's been around here or social media in general has been around here as long as the Constitution and therefore should be used as a public square where everyone has the freedom to do anything they freaking want to do, which it should never have been. If you run a Discord server and somebody acts poorly in there, you mod them out of there. It doesn't matter how much they whine about free speech. It doesn't matter. It's your house. It's your rules. Get out. That's it. Go find a place that likes you and your bad behavior. It really isn't any different to me than you coming to my house and going, all right, how's it going? Good. Come on in. All right, sweet. I'm going to take a shit right here on your couch, right in the middle of the couch. Anyway, you guys got anything to eat or drink? Boy, it stinks in here because my, my poo's on your couch. Boy, you guys should do something about that. Anyways, can I kick your cat? And then me kicking them out and them going, I can't believe you're going to press my speech. You're going to you're going to make it so I can't be free. F off. It's my house. It's my couch. It's my cat. Get the F out of here. To me, it's that simple. It's always been this simple. And that's what they should do. Now, as a project of scale, I know it's more difficult to moderate. All right. Without slowing the whole thing down without approving every single post. I understand that. We have Section 230 for a reason. There's all these issues around that. I know. I know. But, boy, howdy, dude. <laughs> they just, it's just gotten stupid. Everybody thinks they own it. Everybody thinks they've got it figured out. Nobody really does, and nobody knows anything. Nobody knows anything. 
I just want a place where I can go and say, hey, check out this artwork I did. What do you think? Oh, I think it's cool. We should talk about it more. Okay, cool. Anybody see that episode or whatever last night? Awesome. Yeah, all right. Anyway, here's my dinner. Here's a picture of it. And then I leave. I'm reaching back to the utopian ideals of Twitter when it was established. <laughs> I don't even know what those ideals were. I just know what I was getting out of it. And right now, it's, it's, it's playing games with me. It's making me feel bad. And I don't like it. And it bums me out. It feels like at the end of an era a little bit. You know, people who get, you know, I had friends who were really, really into City of Heroes. You guys remember that game? Big MMO, you made superheroes and stuff. Kind of pre-MCU, uh, you know, deal. It's a very popular game. People liked it. But developers didn't make enough, or, you know, the, the, the I don't remember who the publisher was. But they, you know, the writing was on the wall. wasn't going to make, make enough money. We've got to get out. Can't compete with World of Warcraft, just like everybody else. So they got out. For most of us, it was like, oh, that's too bad. Well, anyway, moving on. But for some people, that was their world, man. And it was filled with people that they would call their people and and their relationships. And they meant something. They were meaningful. Uh, stuff you couldn't replicate in meat space. Better friendships than those, you know? And then to pull that world away or have that world change so drastically that you just, you know, it's just a kind of a bad feeling. And it's really easy to blow that off and go, oh, it's just a game. Who cares? Freaking wait, grow up, whatever. This works for everything, okay? We all want to have places where we can speak our mind, feel good, feel safe, want to hang out and be, you know? There's that guy who wants to come in there. Just take a big dump on your couch. And he's not allowed. At least he shouldn't be. But now we're in this place where I go, oh, well, I guess it's okay if you poo on my couch. You know what? I'll get another couch. It's fine. I want to make it so we don't upset anybody who likes pooping on couches. Have some damn standards. And if some people don't agree with your standards... Fine, then you don't get those people. Fine, they go somewhere else. This trying to be all things to everyone, it's a fool's errand, man. It's a fool's errand. And it makes all, all us normies feel like we're just like, what is going on in here? What are we doing? What is the point? Who are you? What am I? What is this? All right, rant complete. I needed to get that out of my system. I hope you guys are doing all right. It's been a busy little time. First of the year stuff, you know, how all that goes. Oh, I've been stressful with all kinds of things on my end. I won't even get into the details about it. Nothing personal. Family stuff's great. Kids are great. New babies are great. Everyone's great. No issues there. It's all work-related and people online. <laughs> And it's wearing me down a little bit, but not so much that I couldn't pop in here and get a diary in your face before uh, the day was over. All right. Anyway, I hope it finds you well. If you've got feelings or thoughts on this, I would love to hear them. You can send voicemails to 801-471-0462, where you can text that same number and have a text sent to me. Either of those are really the best things these days. Emails are fine too, but I'd really prefer those too because, I don't know, I like voicemails. They're just more personal. But also texts are just easy and quick. And we all have phones, right? In the immortal words of Blizzard Entertainment at, or, or at uh, 
BlizzCon 2019 or 18. We all have phones, right? Or something, however it went. Anyway, I would love to hear back from you. Again, 801-471-0462. Thanks for listening. Have a great afternoon. We'll see you next time right here on The Diary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.